Hey friends, you're listening to Be Fearless, the Authentic Podcast. This Advent, you'll hear daily inspiration to draw closer to God as we remember how He drew close to us that first Christmas so many years ago. Grab your cocoa, light a candle, cozy up, and let's embrace God's presence and promises this holiday season. Welcome to day eight of our Advent journey. Today, we are talking about how Jesus is unconditionally loving. And I have to admit, this is kind of a hard one for me to share about or talk about because it's really hard to understand the depths of someone's soul when they don't feel loved. And we've all felt that at some point in our lives, whether it be with someone in our immediate family, with a romantic relationship, with people on the internet. I mean, our world is lacking in love in every situation. But that is the power of Jesus' coming to us that first Christmas, that Advent, because he came in the most loving way. And what he came to do was to fulfill the love that started from the beginning of time. Today, we're talking about how Jesus came to remind us that he has more love for us than we ever thought possible and more love than we can find anywhere else. 1 John 4.16 says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So think of the greatest act of love you've ever experienced. Do you remember that feeling? Like you belong, you're understood, finally someone sees you. Well, maybe you haven't felt a love like that, but you long for it deeply. The kind of love God offers and extends to us is unmatched in all of the world, but it is evident if we just lean in. This Christmas, I want to invite you to think about that to lean into God's love. What does that mean? What does that look like for your daily life? And what is the outpouring of that after? What can you do about that? How does that kind of love spur you on into action? From the beginning of time, we see the world created out of God's unconditional love and built solely on relationships, the Trinity being the greatest relationship, but also he created animals for humanity and women for man. The creator of our universe created life with the sole intent of being in relationship. And relationships, we know, are strongest when they are rooted in love. And with God, it's the unconditional love that can't even be expressed in a single day of Advent. Honestly, if you want some resources on this kind of love, the truest love story of God himself, well, the best resource is the Bible. I know that sounds trite, but it's really true. If you read it from the beginning of time, you see his love throughout all of the stories in scripture, especially when he chose to come to earth as a baby, to live his life here, to be with us, to live in relationship with us. If you see the way that Jesus interacts with people while he's here on earth, it's so hard to not see his ultimate unconditional love in that. And ultimately, the greatest love of all, that he laid down his life for us. 
And that wasn't the end. So all of that is really wrapped up in scripture. And I encourage you, if you're really feeling that lack of love right now in this season, just tune in to what God has to show you. While the greatest encouragement to understanding the kind of love God extends to us is to read through scripture in its entirety, I wanted to share some specific examples from scripture that I think might help you get started in understanding this kind of love. We see that God created created humanity in his image to be in relationship with him and with each other. Genesis 2.18 says, The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. We recognize God graciously communicates with his people daily. Psalm 145.18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. We know that God builds covenants with us to establish trust and that he has never faltered in that. Isaiah 54.10 says, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. We know that God's promises are always yes and amen. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, and so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. We're believing God's plans for us to reveal a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We know that God sees us in our pain. Like I said from the other day, I encourage you to read Genesis 16 to see the story of Hagar. But I'll just read this little section of it. After the angel of the Lord came and saw Hagar, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. And finally, we know that God sent his son to pay our debt to sin so we could be alive with him forever. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The truth is that God has been revealing his nature of love through creation, his promises, his presence, and his grace. Abiding in his love might mean reflecting on past moments that we overlooked. It might mean leaning into some of the pain we've experienced to see how he comforted us through people, circumstances, or peace in moments of trial. It's leaning in to see his love in the present, even when we struggle to see the light in our dark days. It's hard to recognize God's love sometimes when we're feeling lonely when we've lost something so dear to us. But throughout all scripture, we see that God is here. He sees us. He's guiding us. His plans are for a future and a hope. And no matter where you're coming from today, no matter how lost or lonely you're feeling, I pray that you recognize God's love within you. Not that he necessarily just wants to correct you all the time. You may think you're not good enough. Not that 
He's waiting for you to be ready. You may think you're not old enough. Not that he's done with you. You may think you are too old or you've missed your mark. But that's not the truth of the gospel. We see the truth of the gospel is that God's love was so great that he did everything in his power to make sure you didn't have to die this death on earth and live in eternity without him. He chose to bring you with him. If you don't know what that kind of love feels like, I encourage you to just sit back, write out a prayer to God, ask him, and let him reveal himself to you. I know that this season has been really dark for a lot of us, but I know even more so that darkness is just the beginning where God decides to show up and shine his light even brighter than we knew was possible. So as you reflect today, this eighth day of Advent, trying to wrap your head around how it's even possible that someone could love you this much. Think about these questions. Where have you seen the thread of God's love be more than you ever thought possible in your life, in someone else's life? Do you need more of God's love today? What would that look like for you? You can be as realistic as you need to be. God wants to meet you right where you're at and show you that his love is enough. <laughs>